Hello, and welcome to Sip Happens with Liv and Bon, a show for the Joe Blow, No Show, and Dirty Ho. Sit back, grab a glass, and enjoy this week's conversations. Cheers to love languages. So on today's episode, we're talking about love languages. And the reason we've decided to talk about this is it's something that's pretty important, actually. So I think Bon and I both did the love language quiz. Sorry, taking a step back. If you don't know what it is, <laughs> it's um it's a quiz you can do to find out what your love language is. And then you can use that information in your relationships, in your own life and understanding what is of value to you. So we'll talk about that a bit more in the episode. But um, I guess the reason we're doing it is just because we think it's really important and we found that when we did the quiz, it was actually really useful knowing the results and understanding how you would apply that in your actual life. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to pass it on and share it so that hopefully you can have a similar experience to what we did. So before we start, I actually just want to address that this is Liv and I's first recording um, where we're not in the same room. So hopefully the quality is as good as normal, but if it's not, that is why. And I guess we just have to have more catch-ups in the future. That's the only answer to this, but we do. What a shame. I know. What a shame. We do live... um, over four hours away from each other. So it's not always possible every week to catch up. So just bear with us in this process, please. (laughs) Okay. So jumping back into the love languages, I wanted to start by giving a bit of a definition on what it actually is, because I feel like some people might not know, um, but like Lib said, it actually is something that can be really useful in in relationships and whether that be like a relationship with a partner, with a friend, a family member, a work colleague, you know, like it's relationships in your everyday life, whatever stage you may be in. So the five love languages are five different ways of expressing and receiving love. So they are words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Um, The concept was originally developed by a man called Gary Chapman, and he wrote a book about it, um, and that was called The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. So he actually wrote that book um, from his own experience in marriage counselling over many years. And we just wanted to touch on it and kind of we're going to go into more detail about what it is, um, what each of the different ways, like how each way expresses their own love and how they want to receive love. And then like Liv mentioned before, we also did the quiz. So we're going to share that with you as well. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I'd just like to say, Gary Chapman, what a man for writing this book. (laughs) I mean, who Um, doesn't want to know the secret to love that lasts? I sure want to know. You have my attention, Gary. I am listening. Um, Okay. So like Bom was saying, there's the five love languages. So we'll just talk about each one in a little more detail, just so you can get a bit of an understanding about what they mean. So the first one is words of affirmation. And this one refers to people that hold um, hold highly the value of uh, 
being acknowledged or being told words of affection. So this could be anything from hearing I love you or even just being told that someone's grateful for you or they appreciate you or that they feel proud of something you've done. So this one, I think it's easy to think it's just about saying I love you or, you know, the typical things you might say in a relationship, but it covers quite a broad range of topics, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, The next one we're going to talk about is quality time. So this one I feel is quite self-explanatory. So this is for people who above all else really value time with their partner But that isn't just any sort of time, but that's actually quality time where your partner is actively spending time with just you. So including things like listening, eye contact, um, connection, being fully present in the moment, I guess. So just undivided attention. So that's not just TV on, we're both sitting at the table together and we're having time. It's like, TV's off, phones are away, we're having actual quality time. The footy is not on during that time. Unless West Coast are playing, then that's always quality time. Gets up. (laughs) up. Um, Okay, so the next one's acts of service. And this one is for people that believe that actions speak louder than words. So if, if this is your love language, you would value when your partner does something meaningful for you. Um, So it's not always just a chore or actually doing something. It can even just be a simple, a really simple task they do to make your life easier. So maybe they see that you're having a bad day or having a stressful time um, and they do something to help you. But, you know, I would say everyone loves it when people do chores. I do get around that. Oh, okay. The next one is receiving gifts. So I think this one can easily be mistaken for being like a materialistic person, but it isn't always that way. So people with this love language, yes, do value being gifted something, but Gary Chapman calls this a visual symbol of love. So that's meaning like it isn't just monetary gifts, but gifts that have a meaning behind it. Um, So I just, I think like a lot of people don't ever really want to say that this is one of their love languages because people get really judgy about it, but it's not always a monetary thing. And I think it's just more so the thought behind the gift. And also some people really like their, they like to use gifts as a way to connect with other people. So that might be also the way they show love through like planning a present that they really know that other person is going to love, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's actually a really good way of explaining it because, yeah, I think it's quite often the part that's more meaningful is the thought that's gone into the gift. Mm. What's that saying? It's like it's the thought that counts. That's a good one. (laughs) You're joking. (laughs) I am not joking. Oh, far out, bit of a guru on our hands. Okay, so the last love language is physical touch. And if this is your love language, you value when you receive physical signs of affection from someone. So this one, quite often people um, that relate to or value this love language, it also extends to being shown this in more of a group setting, so not just Um, Mm one-on-one. But then I think it's also more than just the actual physical touch. It's the feelings that are associated with that. So comfort and 
you know, feeling supported by your partner through that physical touch. Yeah, I think that's such a good point because I think a lot of people just go, oh, physical touch, this is just about being in the bedroom. But it's so much more than that. I think it's like it's not always being like hugged or kissed or like it's also just, um, yeah, like you said, in public, like a hand on the thigh when you're around the table or something like that that's showing you that link between yourself and the part and the partner, like you're feeling comfort and you're feeling like, yeah, supported and loved in that moment through that touch. Yeah, definitely. So everyone is said to have um, each love language to a certain percentage. So what this quiz does that we, we keep talking about is it shows you your primary love language as well as how much of a percent you fall into those other ones. So I think... In my opinion, I think that your primary um, primary love language, although you might have things that you always gravitate to, like, for example, if you've always been a really um, touchy person and you really appreciate physical touch, that might be something you always gravitate to. But I don't particularly think that might be your primary one because if you're in a situation where you're getting physical touch and that need is fully satisfied but you're not getting something like quality time or gifts or something else that's important to you that might come out more so in the test does that make sense and so that might pop up as your primary one because that's what you're currently lacking so when you're doing the quiz you're leaning one way yeah I think that's a really good point um because like you said if I think there's certain people that, yeah, there's one that obviously it even just from knowing that person, you can kind of tell that that would be their love language. But mm. like you said, if they're getting that already, then they might be feeling that they're lacking in other areas because they're just getting that thing from their partner um, or whoever they're in the relationship with. But yeah. yeah, and I think that's why, and that's why we think this is such an important topic even though it sounds um, stupid to keep going on about it. But, yeah, like if you don't know what your other person in the relationship wants, then it's really hard to make sure that both people are feeling that they're getting what they want or value the most because I think it's easy to just assume um, that you're doing what the other person wants. But I think you'd find quite often maybe that's not the case. So this quiz does help with that. Yeah, I agree because... I think it's so easy to fall into that trap, like you said, like I res- I think of love in this way. So if I give love in that way, I'll be satisfying the other person. But it's not always that way because your love languages could totally not align in that way. So this is such a, like a really important kind of, I don't know, thing to establish where you can work out exactly how your partner feels love so you know what to do. Yeah. Um, and that's what, yeah. And I just think you may as well do this quiz because it's pretty simple. Like it sounds simple in theory. And when you think about it, it is simple. But if you don't know or you've never talked about it, how would you actually know what someone else wants? Mm, Definitely. So we're going to go into our results of the quiz. But um, I just wanted to say you can find the quiz online at www.5lovelanguages.com. We'll also put the link to that. Um, in the description for this episode but 
Yes, we're going to get in and share what we found out about ourselves and then also explain how we can use these things moving forward. So I'm going to kick it off. So mine were quite even over three categories, but my primary love language um, was quality time. So I had quality time at 29%, words of affirmation at 26%, physical touch at 26% and then sitting at 10% each was acts of service and receiving gifts. So yeah, like I said before, I think there's always things that you know you're going to hold to a higher significance. And really, to be honest, I kind of knew those three would be my top three, but I didn't know what order they were going to come out. But I think at the moment, both my partner and I are working really long hours. So we haven't really spent that much time or quality time together recently. So that's why I think that's currently sitting at my primary level. That's, that's actually it. I think it's even interesting hearing um, like your friend, like I'm actually kind of surprised by your results too, because I definitely thought quality time would be up there, Mm. but I'm surprised by words of affirmation. So yeah, maybe it's even a good thing to do with your friends too. Now I need to give you more by that. No, I feel like (laughs) words of affirmation, that probably stems from my family. So we're all like very, we communicate a lot. And I've got like, my mum is such like a beautiful, warm, loving person that I think we've always kind of like done the, oh, love you, drive safe. Oh, do you know what I mean? So they're not always like compliments, but I think, or like proud of you. I think we've always been encouraged to voice what we, what we're thinking, and like voice how yeah. we feel for other people. So that's where I think that words of affirmation comes because it's always been something that um, has been, yeah, that we've been taught to do. If that makes sense, yeah saying love you did you know the other day because <laughs> I'm the same our family like it just becomes a thing every time you leave the house or anywhere hang up a phone call it's always like love you bye and then the other day I was at a restaurant and then I paid the bill and I accidentally said it to the waitress oh. and I was like oh jokes unless <laughs> oh. but no, actually a good point you raised though because I think yeah it largely depends on your current situation Mm. and then also I think it does stem a bit like you said from how you've been brought up or like your past experiences too oh definitely I think past experience is a massive thing as well I think I think that's why this is going to be interesting because obviously we're at two different um, stages of life in regards to relationships like I am in a relationship and you're not at the moment so you're probably thinking more to your past relationship than I would be yeah no that's yeah that's true because I think yeah you obviously focus on whatever you have to base it on currently because that's what when I was doing mine that's what I was thinking too I was thinking because I was just basing it on the most recent relationship I've been Mm -hmm. in but I think if I was to do this before that relationship it would really just be based on previous experience in life and I think my results would have been pretty different yeah, definitely. Um, I also have done this quiz with my partner um, probably maybe two years ago we did it. So we did it when we were like we hadn't been together too long um, and it was quite clear that we showed love in different ways. 
Um, and I heard about the quiz and I was like, well, let's do this. And it really actually did help our relationship because we noticed that um, we were not balanced in the way of like our primary one wasn't the same. And I'm fairly sure we had quite different percentages for all categories. So he his acts of service was like the strongest one and that's sitting at the bottom for me. So not to say that acts of service aren't important to me, but it's just not what I value as much in the way of feeling love. So when we were able to see that for each other and like the quiz gives you a little rundown of each section as well, we were able to really kind of take a step back from it and be like, oh, wow, so you don't feel love the way that I feel love. And it helped our relationship hugely because we were then able to be like, oh, Bo would really like that. That's how I'm going to show him I love him. And if anyone is listening that um, hasn't done this with your partner before, I seriously encourage it because it um, it really helped us a lot. Not that we were struggling, but it just we saw things from a different perspective. Yeah. No, that's actually really interesting to hear. And, yeah, like you said, you may as well do it. I mean, before you did the quiz, did you kind of think – that would be where Bo's ones were, like Bo's results, or not really? Um, I'm not really too sure. I think that it was pretty clear to both of us that we were communicating love in a different way. Um, yeah. That's what made me first want to do it with him. But it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like we were fully out of whack or anything. It was just more so like... Um, probably words of affirmation was where we sat so differently from each other because that's, yeah, that's just something that I'm, I so heavily gravitate to and he hadn't. And I don't know what his, he was like in the past with that, but when he saw that that was what I needed, the way he has learned to communicate more has really helped our relationship. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And do you think if you were to, because you said you last did it two years ago, do you think if you were to do it again now, it would be different to what it was two years ago or do you think it would be pretty similar? I think mine is sitting pretty similar. I don't yeah. know if Bose would. I think that um, I think because of our works, work schedules, his top would be quality time as well. <laughs> Just yeah, going off yeah. like what we talk about mainly is that we're not having a huge amount of time or quality time together. So I think that would sit pretty high for him at the moment. But then those things like acts of service would probably still be up where they were too. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Mm. Um. Okay. Well, my results, <laughs> slightly different, like you said, because we're in different um, stages of life. But for mine, what did I get? I got words of affirmation at 40%, acts of service at 30%, quality time 17%, physical touch 13 and then gift giving was zero. Zero? Um, <laughs> big old zero. I'm so, getting no birthday worry. presents ever again. <laughs> I was going to say, now that I've disclosed this, never get a present again. <laughs> yeah. The best present you can give me is some words of affirmation. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> you go okay. You're all right. <laughs> I guess. Um, but, yeah, I think 
kind of, yeah, we were talking about this before, but I was actually a little bit surprised by my results, to be honest, probably because I've never done the quiz before. So I guess I had nothing to base it on. And maybe I hadn't thought about it that much specifically. So I think it was actually really useful for me to do it. Um, And yeah, I think on reflection of my results, I think I was largely basing my answers on past experiences and maybe past relationships where I felt were lacking before. I think like you were saying, Bond, that's why I've answered in this way because I was basing it on in the next relationship or I guess moving forward the areas that I would care more about or be looking for in a future partner, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I think definitely, so yeah, going off that, I think it really would vary over time because as I was saying, if I was to do this before, I don't think gift giving would have been zero. I used to care about that. Um, But yeah, it's weird how as you mature and have life experiences, it can change a bit. And for words of affirmation, I think for me, it's less so um, being given specific compliments or being told I love you. It's more, um, you know, feeling appreciated or that someone's grateful. Um, For me, that's definitely the most important thing. Um, And then acts of service. I don't like doing chores and... I like someone else doing them for me. <laughs> oh, that's so good. But, but yeah, um, so it was actually, it was definitely a worthwhile exercise for me. And I think it was good to see that no matter what stage of your life you're in, it's something that's useful. And I think knowing this now, I'll even apply this a bit in just other relationships too. Like it doesn't have to just be a romantic relationship that this stuff applies to. So it was good. Yeah, I agree. And just touching on what you said about words of affirmation, I do agree that that doesn't just have to be like a, I love you. I reckon the words of affirmation, I agree that I probably like to hear, like, I appreciate what you've done is probably what I would like to hear the most. Because if you're tying, if you're putting that hand in hand with acts of service, like I said, they all do connect. So, for example, if I'm doing something for Bo because I love him and I want to help him in that way and he and his love language is acts of service and then he's turning around to me and saying, oh, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. That cycle is just going to continue because then I'm getting back what I need to feel loved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's interesting how they can um, relate to each other as well. Mm. Definitely, definitely. I think they all go hand in hand. So I'm actually really surprised that your gift giving was zero. I mean, you're like all that wasted money. I know, cheapest. <laughs> I'll have all those presents back, please. <laughs> no, but I think I was basing, um, like, a, you know, everyone loves a little gift, but I think <laughs> I'm basing it on past experience because in previous relationships, a focus has been gift giving. And I think maybe this is obviously a generalization, but I think sometimes people think, oh, I'll get a gift and then that's me done for like, you know, that shows that I thought and cared. But for me, like, you know, it's nice to get the gift, but I would much rather um, know that I'm appreciated or yeah, um, even have quality time or an acts of service, really any of the others. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think no, that um, makes it's sense. good. Yeah. And it's good to know because then at least you're not wasting your time doing things that your partner doesn't care about. Definitely. Definitely. I think the one that got me in the quiz with 
gift giving because gift giving is not a big thing for me either. I think I probably more enjoy giving gifts than I do receiving gifts because I genuinely get so pumped up when I've like found the perfect present for someone or like I'll see something that will suit someone or remind me of someone and I'll put it away for like six months until it's their birthday. Like, and I just get so excited. But the thing that got me in the quiz was like, would you like it if your significant other got you a present when they were away on a holiday? And I said, yes, because I reckon, I mean, that's really nice, but I think that stems more from thought as well. So that's going back to that, like, materialistic money side of things it's not always that I reckon it is so much more the thought that comes from that and like oh yeah you were away on a work trip or on a boys trip but you still went to a store that you thought I'd like and you got me something so you I was on your mind yeah that's so true you risked getting embarrassed in front of the boys for me and to me, that's important. <laughs> I know. Bo um, went away on a boys trip. Like we'd only been together maybe like a few months and I'm, I'm just not a very good sleeper. And he's obviously, or he'd obviously worked that out by then because I just don't prioritize sleep at all. And he came back with like, he bought me a present and he'd got me like a, a spray that you spray on your pillow to help you fall asleep. So cute. But I was like, did you go do this with all the boys? And he was like, yeah. And then it meant even more to me because I was like, well, that's like, that's something that actually has significant meaning. And it's probably something that really he probably did get teased for a little bit. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. He definitely did. Taking all the boys, taking all the boys gift shopping. It's a good experience. (laughs) It is. And also you've had that spray. Haven't I sprayed it on your pillow before? Oh, that spray is bloody good. (laughs) So if you're listening, good job. And next time you go get me some. No, but you don't like gifts, so don't get her any. Oh, yeah, don't. Just (laughs) tell me you're proud of me. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we were thinking final part of the potty today. We thought um, based on what we've just been speaking about, we thought we'd give some tips for each of the love languages on how you can implicate this into your relationships Mm -hmm. so um we've kind of developed some ways of how you can communicate to that love language and then also some actions or or things you can do for each one (laughs) yeah so bon do you want to start off i can so for words of affirmation We think how to communicate with people that value this is to encourage them, appreciate them, kind of empathize with them, listen to them and really give feedback into what they're saying. Like you really are listening to them. And I think actions to take for this doesn't always have to be telling them you love them. Yes, it's beautiful and I'm sure it's appreciated. I definitely appreciate it. But For some people, explaining how they're feeling is going to be quite hard. So, and like little things you could do is like leave a little note for them or send them a text through the day, like thinking of you or hope you're having a good day. Just something that's genuine and something that says how you feel. Yes. Honestly, never underestimate the power of a little text. Oh, absolutely. It's just so nice to receive that. And then it's like, oh, that person was thinking about me. 
Yeah. Okay. Do you know what's also okay. nice? Like, if it could even be a little TikTok that's that you've seen that reminds you of a person, <laughs> or put it like commenting them on a thing on Facebook. If someone comments my name on something on Facebook, I'm like, oh, they thought of me when they read this. <laughs> <laughs> they saw that meme and they thought of me. And to me, that's beautiful. That is love. <laughs> um, okay, so next one's physical touch. And for this one, the way you can communicate, obviously it's nonverbal, so using body language. And like Bon was saying before, um, it's also a way of just showing that you're there. So like you were saying, Bon, even just having an arm around you or, you know, a little touch just shows you're there. And I think it does make you feel a bit more comfortable and like you're secure. Yeah, um, definitely. And then for actions, yeah, I kind of just touched on it, but making intimacy a thoughtful priority and just showing that physical affection often as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the next one is receiving gifts. So obviously how to communicate with that is through action. <laughs> so giving thoughtful gifts and doing thoughtful gestures Um, This doesn't always have to be something huge, like we said. So it can be something small, something homemade, whatever it might be, um, but just make it thoughtful. I also think it's important to, if someone is giving you a gift and that is their love language because they're giving you that, make sure you're expressing your gratitude and saying thank you and, and just being part of that moment. Yeah, for sure. So then quality time, this one, yeah. Just the way you can communicate is um, through uninterrupted and focused conversations and the one-on-one time. So then ways you can do this is creating special moments. So maybe planning a specific day or an activity or something you're going to do with your partner um, to make sure you get that quality uninterrupted time. Another mm. one, don't just don't underestimate. If you plan a little getaway or an activity, oh, my God, that is yeah. a big turn on. That is a massive turn on, isn't it? Oh, and like, you know, when someone plans something and then they don't tell you and they just tell you like, oh, I've booked this thing or I've, I've arranged this without even consulting you. Oh, stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually a bit too much of like a live life by the calendar person for that, but I like the thought <laughs> behind it. <laughs> um, okay. And the last one is acts of service. So Ways you can communicate with people that have this as a top priority is using phrases like, I'll help you with that, or what can I do to help you with that? Is there anything you need to help you with that? All those kinds of phrases Um, and actions you can take is doing anything that you might think will help that person. So yeah, like Liv said earlier in the episode, it's not always a massive gesture that you have to do, or you don't always have to go out of your way. It can be a simple thing like, bringing them a cup of tea in bed or, you know, you're out in the kitchen first so you pop the kettle on because you know your significant other will come and have a coffee. So I think, yeah, it's not always going out of your way on a massive scale. It's just doing things to help that person um, and take a little bit of pressure off their day. Mm. And I think with that one too, because, it, yeah, it focuses on tasks or things you do. And I think on that one, like, for example, if there's a chore that you always have to ask the other person to do, and then one day they do it without you asking, it's like, wow, I like that a lot. 
I actually genuinely do like that a lot. The other day <laughs> I came home and obviously we always mop our dog's area because she's stinky. <laughs> but <laughs> vibes. I came home and Bo had just mopped it and cleaned the whole area and it looked beautiful. And I was like, this is just so fantastic. Usually we don't tell the other person to go do something, but it was like we didn't even have to mention it at all. I just came home and it was done. And that meant probably more to me than he even realised when he was doing it. Like it just made my day. Yeah. Who would have thought that mopping a dog floor could be sexy? But somehow it is. Somehow it was very sexy. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, I think that's all the... That was all the tips we had. And, yeah, hopefully this has been useful for everyone. Um, Even if you've heard of it before or done it before, I think it's something that's good to just think about. I mean, doing the quiz is great, but maybe it's even just um, a conversation you want to have around just finding out what's useful to the other person. Yeah, Um, how you can communicate with them to better your relationship. Yeah, definitely. So hopefully there's some things you can think about or try. I mean, if you want to try any of them out, you can feel free to do it to me. Um, send me words of affirmation, gifts, even we'll though I over. apparently don't appreciate them, but I'll take them. And come over and do your chores. <laughs> Look, I'm open to that. Anyone that <laughs> wants to, just slide in the DMs. I'll be sliding in. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And cheers. Cheers. You've been listening to Sip Happens with Liv and Bon. Please subscribe, rate and review and we will be back in your ears with another episode soon. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram on at SipHappensPod, at Bonnie.Twig and at LiveKnots. A link to everything we mentioned in the podcast as well as discount codes can be found in the show notes. Cheers. Thank you.